and you don't really realize it until you start meeting people and they all have the same struggles as you right and you're like oh like i'm not alone i'm not the only one feeling this way Hello, everybody. We are here with another Journey podcast. I'm sitting across from Ian Crumley. Hello, Ian. Hello. I'm Jeff Carlson. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, sort of this navigating this stage of life called transition from high schooler to college dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the last time I saw Ian, he was leaving the studio and he was kind of looking a little sheepish going to uh, Iowa <laughs> State. And now he's sitting high in the saddle. Yes, for, sir. First year freshman. Yeah. Looking good. So thinking back to my uh, days in college uh, mm-hmm. as a guy going into college, I think the big questions were, uh, number one, where are the women? And number two, where's the beer? So I don't know if that's <laughs> changed at all over the last number of years. There's but. definitely a, a big part, uh, a pretty, I don't know, toxic part of <laughs> a lot of people going into college. Well, it's that first step away, right, from mm -hmm. home. And I think some people really just get out there and it's party time. And other people, it's kind of saying, no, I'm going to be serious about this. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's been a a more like radical shift towards the education part. There's a lot of like student run groups and student run clubs that um, like promote like just leadership and education and studying habits and all that stuff. And even on my floor, we have. individual floor names for my dorm i live in joe hall and my dorm um we have a parliament and we have i'm actually the education chair for my floor so like i can print out posters to um i don't know convince people to study more or print out fun facts about studying habits (laughs) yeah it's not as serious as some other stuff but it's still fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you'd mentioned before we uh, uh, started talking this morning just about all the different things that uh, are available, all the different mm-hmm. uh, activities and all the different uh, social activities and that kind of thing, too. So, I mean, there's just a lot hitting yeah. young people as they wander into college, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I was saying earlier, you walk into the Memorial Union, which is the main building on, on campus, and you could stay in there for about 30 minutes and find something to do every day for the rest of the week because there's just so many opportunities and so many people looking for volunteers and so many people looking for members for their club that it's almost like how can you not fill your time when you're at college right right so let me just let's let's take our our listeners back here so you're literally driving did you drive yourself or have like folks take you yeah my parents took me okay Mm -hmm. so let's go back to that moment because you know you are driving into iowa state and you're looking at this place and you're like hey this is different right it's not you know, we're, we're not a mom's mom and dad's house anymore here. <laughs> no, we're not. So sort of a take us through, if you could, those first hours, days of what it's like to jump into that whole college experience, if, if, yeah. if you're willing to do mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So definitely, I was extremely excited, essentially the whole car ride, just because I, I didn't really know what to expect, but I'm, I've gone through a lot of change, like in my life, I've moved three times and um, so change really isn't super horrible for me 
as it is for some people. Like my girlfriend kind of had a rougher time getting into the college transition because she's stayed in the same home since she's been born. She's grown up in the same school district. She's like never moved, obviously. And then just going from being super close with her parents to not having parental figures at all in college was a huge transition. Right. For me, it wasn't so much just because I'm rather, I, I go with the flow. Yeah. 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 You, I'm, and it's an adventure you're looking. So it's really that mindset of the person coming in, mm-hmm, right? You yeah. know, it's like, is this an adventure or is this terrifying or somewhere in the middle? <laughs> yeah. Right. So with your girlfriend kind of maybe, uh, looking at that in a little bit different way than you, uh, did you kind of give her some, a little bit of coaching, a little informal coaching of how to kind of yeah. look at this? Yeah. Sort of. Um, I mean, just, I, I, I wanted her to get involved and busy because when you're involved and busy, you for you forget about all the bad things essentially. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're focused on, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, you're focused on the good, like yeah, so, the positive. So, um, there's like destination Iowa state, which was this freshman orientation program, which was interesting, not super fun, but it was, it kept us busy. And so we, we did that and we went out to eat and stuff and just kept our mind off of things until it became normal almost. And so mm-hmm. that allowed her specifically to like relax and get right. settled in and finally focus on what's exciting about all this whole process rather than what's terrifying about this whole process. Right, right. Now that's interesting you say that because in journey we talk about more of a uh, kind of a intentional, uh, there's even a, a booklet of mm-hmm. you know seven sessions, but what you were doing there was just informal one-on-one coaching, right? You're a little bit yeah. farther ahead yeah. in terms of like, oh, this is a good thing. This is going to be a positive. And she was a little concerned. And so it was just coming alongside her and saying, here, let's move forward on this journey. Yes. Yeah. This, this mm-hmm. you know, next step in the college journey in a positive way. Mm-hmm. So uh, what I'm hearing then is mindset really matters then. Cause it, you know, two people going into the same situation, your girlfriend was looking at it different than than you, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's that's probably a, a a big factor of of you know the kids that are going into a situation like that. Yeah. Um. So again, moving forward, then, what are some of the things that you saw uh, that you experienced that you saw people maybe getting stuck a little bit, uh, maybe that you were encountering as you were moving into those next days and weeks yeah getting acclimated uh definitely making friends was a a boundary for everyone because like me included actually i'm i consider myself rather social i can make friends pretty easily but i was still super nervous going in like i was that was the one thing i was most worried about for like about two weeks. Hmm. My first two weeks was just like, what friend group, because what friend group am I going to have? What friends am I going to surround myself with? And so I was a little paranoid, but. I and mean, that's I, huge, right? Yeah. Because because there are, let's face it again, going back to the partying and stuff, there are the, the party folks. There's a very, you know, serious folks. Mm-hmm. And then there's a folks kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's kind of interesting that you were really intentional. It seems like you were intentional anyway. Yeah. Like looking at that going, I really need to make some good choices here yeah. going in because mm-hmm. that's going to be important. Yeah. And so that 
being a main concern. Well, this wasn't the only reason I joined this, but I joined a fraternity, Phi Kappa Psi, and I've actually met basically my best friends through that. Um, yeah, I have like three pretty main friends through Phi Psi, and it's been that's been a huge part of my college. It's just like all of these super awesome guys, and yeah. So Ian, going back to uh, you know, you said there was some nervousness about making friends, and uh, knowing you, you are a very personable guy. I mean, it's probably easier for you. I would sense, like, if you took a scale of how easy is it to make friends, you'd be on probably the easier to make friends scale <laughs> okay. than yeah. a lot of people. But even <laughs> yeah. for that, you were looking at it like, wow, this could be, you know, this is a little bit daunting. Uh, how did you kind of go about that? Uh, maybe how did you even think about like the whole fraternity thing? Was that something that you looked at before you got to actually got to school or was that something after you got to school, you looked at fraternities, even, even that piece of it a little bit, maybe of how you went about it. Yeah. So luckily, um, I knew people from my old high school who are in the fraternity that I'm currently in. Um, I know a lot of people who got to Iowa state and had no intention of being in a fraternity, but then on formal rush weekends, which are just recruitment weekends, um, they ended up actually joining one and being super happy about it. Um, other things I did to kind of, uh, push my making friends ability, I guess, was, um, introducing myself to my neighbors, which is I, a pretty huge one because you live next to them all year. Right. And if there's anything wrong or anything you need, you always have a friendly face to go to. So that was super nice. Um, so you took the initiative then uh, in a lot of those cases to kind of step yeah. out and introduce yourself. And also not only me, I, a lot of actually people on my floor came, like I left my door open for the first few days okay. while the classes didn't go on because that's a, a common thing, I guess. And people just walked in, they're like, hey, my name's this. And I'm like, hey, my name's Ian. Nice to yeah. meet you. I live here. Cool. <laughs> and so that was cool. Um, well, and that's neat because you guys, and that's a unique situation about that first step into college. Everybody's in that situation. Yeah. You know, was you, it was, is your dorm more freshman then? Yeah. Well, there you go. So it's the kind of thing where everybody's put into that pool yeah, and everybody's exactly. equally uncomfortable, which uh, is pretty cool how they do that. Yeah. And you don't really realize it until you start meeting people and they all have the same struggles as you. Right. And you're like, oh, like, I'm not alone. I'm not the only one feeling this way. If you could, and again, without, you know, breaking any confidences yeah. or whatever, what were some of the struggles? What are some of the things that people are talking about uh, coming into, you know, their freshman year? Mm -hmm. um, definitely the study habits, because study habits from high school that got you by do not work in college <laughs> in that and that is a that is a fact I was very hard <laughs> to discover because um I was I got by pretty easily in high school. I would just take my time during class to do my homework because like here's the thing. High school, eight thirty to whenever, three thirty, I think. Um you have classes all throughout the day and it's kinda it's your school day. But even those classes are split up. A lot of them are even split up over the year. So you have all this time to learn this like little content over a whole year. So you got a lot of time in the class to work on stuff. In college, it's over 
four and a half months and you're learning a lot more than you would have in high school in four and a half months and there's no time during class and you just have to find time outside of class and it sucks at first but <laughs> you get used to it so it's a it's a discipline thing right it I really mean, is it's to yeah. say and again it goes back to a i can go party mm -hmm. right and have fun or b i can study i mean it, it isn't that simple and there's sometimes. a strong there's a strong correlation between those you see like partying all the time and their grades right because yeah yeah like you can go to you can have fun with your friends on a weekend or something yeah but some balance I always, right i always put if it's monday through friday during the day or at night school yeah and another thing one of this is my education chair in phi kappa site said um treat college like it's your full-time job so oh, from 8 30 to 5 your mind's just there and mm -hmm. you're doing homework and you're studying and you're going to class and you just do whatever you have to do because it's school and you're paying for it and you don't want to waste anything because why would you well now that's a, but that's a great comment though because again i'm just looking at reality here mm -hmm. what percentage of the kids and this is going to be hard for you to say because you're right in it. But even a gut feeling, what percentage of the kids going in and look at it that way? Because that's a very conscientious way to, you know, like you're mm -hmm. paying for your parents, you, you know, you're going to take care of it. But then there are those folks that are like, hey, this is just uh, a license to have fun. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a higher percentage of people who think it's a license to have fun than to treat it like it's supposed to, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, so we need to wrap this one up, Ian, and uh, we'll get you back for like part two of, of the uh, Step Into College uh, yeah. podcast here, dive into the deep end of college or, uh, you know, paddle around the shallow end, depending upon you know, where, <laughs> yeah. where people are at. But just kind of to close, I, I, I do think one of the things I, I, I see in you and that I sense is there is that level of uh, discipline, of just sort of integrity you know, uh, when you walked into those college doors, it's pretty clear that you were not just looking for the, you know, the next, the next party. Um, here's the challenge with what we're doing here. I would love if some of the uh, kids out there that are more on that party track could just kind of take a, a heads up directional uh, sort of a reboot here because mm -hmm. Here's the thing, if, if a person is going into this situation um, and if they do look at it as a party uh, and if they do just kind of blow it off, it's not just affecting the next week or two or the next four years even. I mean, it's affecting the you know trajectory, yeah. trajectory of their life. And so uh, if people can just say, hey, you know, uh, and it's hard to do because it is, right? right? You're mm -hmm. young and it's like, hey, I've got my whole life in, ahead of me. But the choices that are made at your stage of the game really do affect the rest yeah. of your life. And so that's something that if somebody's listening and they're like, you know, I think the partying is fun, but I think it's not going to end real well. Mm -hmm. uh, take a step towards us and, you know, you can check out a few more of these podcasts and you can just jump in here. I might go off of that real quick, too, because some sometimes people find it hard to look in the long run and... Right, <laughs> right, yeah. Because it's easy to look run, at, you know, at right? the next hour and the next day, right? Yeah. But one thing in the short run that I've 
seen a lot and experienced actually because about about halfway through the semester I started started going on a little slope towards I'm not going to study as much because things are going well right which then kind of kicked me and I went back up but if you just take time to study take time to go to class mm-hmm to go to class. That's right. Huge one. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Be in the room. Because no no amount of notes can can suffice not going to class. That's one thing I've learned. Um, it will not only make you less stressed out, but you actually end up working less. Because if you just take the little amount of work it is to go to class and to study, you make up for the huge amount of work it is to make up for the lost time you the lost knowledge you could have had right by going to class and studying right because when test time comes and you're stressing out and you want to pull your hair out and everything in the world is going horribly that's when you'll wish that you went to class so just do it in the the first place (laughs) and then you'll never have to worry about that and then you'll just be happy right right yeah it's a lot easier to move forward uh when you haven't crashed and burned rather than you know having crashed and burned so uh if we can help at all uh through journey coaching with that just reach out uh you can reach out to us in many different ways and it's as simple as just taking that step and finding out more of uh you know bringing some people alongside you and you, you may have those like you had said ian you you had those people you reached out but sometimes it just takes a little bit more intentional step and uh, so if we can help in any of those ways let us know Uh, again thanks for jumping in and and taking off uh, taking out some of your time on your time off here so yeah yeah thanks for listening thank you thank you for listening tune in next time and make sure you like and subscribe visit us at journeycoaching.org And check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Start your own journey at journeycoaching.org. Your life, your journey starts now.